we're talking about, you know, car seats, I remember being in the store thinking, oh my gosh, which one, which, which one do you choose? Where do you go? How do you put it in? And it was completely overwhelming. But I had three kids in a car seat all at one time. And one of the things that I think was the most helpful is when you talked about who do you put in first? Who goes first? Who goes first? <laughs> Who's on first? Naturally. <laughs> What's well, <on> first? yes. <laughs> when you have multiple children, as many of our listeners do, um, you have to wrangle them into the car sometimes. And so it's really important to know that if you have a baby, you get the baby into the car seat carrier and then you wrangle the hardest child to get into the car seat first. So and there's always not waiting one. in the hot car. Yeah, there's always at least one, <laughs> at least if one. not more. So you get that child in first and then you pick up that car seat carrier and get that one secured. And um, it just makes it easier. So that way you don't have a crying baby in the car plus a child that doesn't want to get in there booster seat or their seatbelt. And we do have some fun ways to do it as well. I like to make it based on the smart paradigm. Oh, you know, if you have a toddler. Jennifer, let me just say that can be life changing. If you know the design of your older children, it can make this process. And I'm not going to use the word easy because easy is probably not accurate. Easy, but Easy or easy <laughs> makes it easy er. So let's cover them really quickly. The kid that has a really hard time being in, you know, uh, in a seat of any sort that is non-optional is the movement kid. Oh my! And gosh. so we want and we to had get him in the car seat. Oh yeah, I had two of those. Um, two out of three. And so we want to make it involve movement. That's what they like. So if we like make a little, you know, jingle or we're like, okay, arms up, legs out and give them some movements that they can do to help you that oftentimes engages them. And, um, you know, we also have that little engineer. The engineer wants to know that there's certain steps that always go in the same order And after a while, they start to fill in that order. So what do we do? We sit first and then arms first or legs? Oh, the arms go in. That's right. And then the next thing we do is we strap this strap. So it's just this predictable routine for them. Now, the social kids just need to know that you're still going to pay attention to them. And that's why they hate a car seat because (laughs) they think they're back there and they don't have anybody to talk to. Right. There's no faces looking at them. Yes. Conversation, touch kids. They need to know that sometimes you're going to reach back there and rub that little leg while they're back in that car seat and just kind of keep up some of that direct human contact. (laughs) And when they know that that's going to happen when they're in the car seat, they tend to be able to get into it a little bit better. It's not foolproof. Sometimes they just, it doesn't matter how they're designed. They don't want to get in it, except for the rule followers. So our last little subset is, yes, if the rule is that we all have to be strapped in, they'll make sure that they're strapped in, that their little sibling is strapped in appropriately. And if anybody's trying to get out or do what they're not supposed to do, they will set off the alarm. So we all know somebody is not following the rules. And Car Seat Rodeo is truly a rodeo. 
Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met the moms on call. For nearly 20 years, Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they have this podcast to talk directly with you. Ask your questions at 888-234-7979. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter. Today's episode is brought to you by Cozy Earth. Hey guys, it's Laura, and I just have had the best few nights of sleep with these sheets from Cozy Earth. I had no idea that sheets could make this much of a difference. It felt as if we were sleeping truly on a cloud. And I personally loved how when I woke up in the night and I could like move around and find this really cool spot, it was just the best. And not only that, I'm blown away by their customer service. They give you like a hundred days to try these sheets out. Who does that? and a 10-year warranty. So we really want you guys to go and check out and get more information at CozyEarth.com. And if you, when you check out, if you'll put Song Call 40, you'll get 40% off of these sheets. They truly are the softest sheets you will ever feel. I mean it, and it has been so wonderful. <laughs> Hey, Jennifer and Laura, this is Kristen from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Um, I was hoping you could help us walk through the phases of a car seat. How long do kids stay in car seats for? My daughter is um, 12 months right now. When when do kids go to booster seats? How do you know when they should go from rear facing to front facing? Just have questions about car seats. All right. Thanks so much. That's a great question because there are a number of them. Oh my gosh. And the, the varying guidelines that go from state to state and car seat manufacturer and even so much as the car that you have purchased and what car seat will fit in the car that you purchased. So those are some great, great questions. And we're going to kind of hit on some of those today. One, you do want to make sure that you select the right car seat based on your child's age and size or weight. And those can be the infant carriers, you know, kind of those what we used to call bucket seats, right? So those (laughs) those car seats, the infant carriers. Then you have the regular car seat that's forward facing or rear facing. You also have your booster seats. Um, and those can come in a couple of different ways. You can have a booster seat that still has a five-point harness. You can also move to a booster seat that has in, that uses the actual seat belt. And those guidelines are absolutely 100% in the manufacturer's instructions and your state's guidelines as to when you transfer from one car seat to the next, to the next, to the next. So make sure that you select a car seat based on your child's age and size or weight. And then you want to also make sure that you choose a seat that fits your vehicle. Not all car seats fit in the vehicle that you may have. So you want to make sure that you are choosing a car seat according to age and weight and 
one that fits your vehicle. You know, it is hard to determine if you have three car seats that you have to put in the back seat of a car, will the width of them all fit into their appropriate place? And I don't think anybody thinks about that. No, you got to measure it. You got to try and put them in there first. And speaking of putting them in there, you know, we used to be able to go to the fire department and the firemen were more than happy to go in there and stall them correctly. It takes like some muscle, like you got to put a knee in there. You got to be pulling on stuff. You have to be somewhat agile to even install it correctly. Um, but I know now they actually have, you can look up and see in your area where they have certified installations for your car seat. And that is across the board, what we recommend. Um, yes. And then Laura, wasn't there, there's a national, there is a national highway safety, safety. website where people can yep. go and kind of NHSTA.org, yeah. I believe is, yeah, nhtsa.gov um, has great, great information on car seats because you're right. We used to have to, you know, the, the recommended way to do it was to kind of put your body weight into that car seat before you strap it. And now they've kind of gotten away from that a little bit, going more towards having these professional people install them and show you how to install them. And, and these certified installers are great at that. And, and, you know, with all the anchors and the tethers and some anchors and tethers are used for some ages and weights and some, a different anchor or tether may be used for a different age and weight. So it really does take somebody who is certified in these installations to look at your car seat, your kid, and the vehicle that you have. And always the guidelines for every state changes. So make sure that we're checking with your state's guidelines, Kristen. Um, the other thing that I think we forget about is everybody. Everybody that's installing this car seat, whether it's dad or the nanny or grandma, everybody needs to know that that car seat is installed correctly and that, that the child is placed in that car seat correctly. And I think sometimes we're in a rush and, oh my gosh, grandma's going to pick up, you know, our kids today from daycare and, oh, they never use that car seat. So we need to do some trial runs is what I would recommend uh, <laughs> prior to grandma needing to go pick up the kids. Yeah. And, you know, just to be able to make sure that they know where the, where the um, straps should land in the five point harness, there is one that comes right there at the nipple line. You should be able to stick two fingers in between their chest and that, that strap right there. So you know, there's a few things that can help to ensure that they are in there correctly. And if you can, getting a car seat for each vehicle that they're going to ride in is fantastic and easy. Not all of us can do that. And the one kid has to come with the one car seat and we drop it off at daycare for whoever's going to pick them up. Um, so then it's getting, you know, installed. And that's a great thing, too, when you go to the installation specialists is they tell you how to take it out and put it in. So they do instruct you as to the best way to get it in and out of different types of vehicles. And the other thing is what if you were gifted or, you know, you got handed down from your sister or your cousin, um, you know, somebody that was at the MMO was like, does anybody want this great car seat? It was so expensive. I just want somebody to use it. 
and you have a hand-me-down car seat. You need to go to the Consumer Product yes. Safety Commission and just make sure that there hasn't been a recall on that particular car seat. So if That's... you're getting it secondhand, if you're, yeah, if you've been handed down a car seat, do check it out and make sure that you are ensuring that you have the most up-to-date and safest car seat. You know, if you're looking for a romper, love for that to be handed down from cousin to cousin. Got a car seat. But there's a couple know. of things, a mattress for your, um, you know, crib and your car seat. We really want to make sure that they're completely up to date. And the CPSC is the greatest place to oh do that. Oh my gosh. They have great information. And you also want to ask, you know, has it been in a wreck? I don't think people realize that car seats that have been in a car accident really should not be used anymore. So, you know, there are some things you want to know where you're getting that car seat from and who you're getting that car seat from so that you can ask questions uh, and check out that uh, any recall notices that come. The other thing, Jennifer, that that has come out lately is what they call the pinch test. And Mm, that's the best way that you can make sure that these straps are nice and snug. So those straps should be, you know, they should lay flat, right? At that kind of hip area and along those shoulders, they should be flat. And when you go to pinch, and it's when you're pinching those harness straps vertically at the shoulder with Mm -hmm. the thumb and the fourth forefinger, you shouldn't be able to pinch any material. There should be snug enough that that your fingers almost just slide, right? They just kind of slide off. Then you know that you have that snug enough. And, you know, I always tell my clients that when you go to get your child out of a car seat, you should have to loosen it to get them out. And you should have to pull it snug every time you put them back in. It's not kind of a set it once and be done kind of thing. It's you put them in, you harness them down. It's nice and snug. And in order to get them out, you have to loosen those straps. And practice, 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 practice when that you're doing great that. advice. Yeah, yes. I love that advice. And speaking you know, of practice. the pinching, when you have chubby babies, uh, as, <laughs> as I did, and you've got these pieces that fit and click together, on the mm. occasion when you're not paying as close attention oh, as you want, oh. and you pinch some of that oh. little fat meat from those thighs in to the Dang car it. seat, and it pinches them. Um, do forgive yourself for that. There That's is so grace. Sad. They're not going to hold on to that. It's uh, it, these these accidents happen, and the chubbier babies, they just sometimes that fat meat just gets caught. And it sounds so, like you've been there, say, Jennifer. I so. unfortunately. <laughs> have been there both with the car seat and then accidentally closed a um, minivan door on one of my children's hands and it locked and we got it open and the hand was fine. We x-rayed that hand. I was expecting it to just be mangled and it was fine. I don't know how that happened, but he was fine. Needless to say, um, in those moments while we're trying to use all of this safety equipment, um, and there is a number of straps and enclosures and all the things that we use, sometimes there's a little um, user malfunction. And that is true of so many moms. And you think about the number of times you get them in and out of a vehicle. So, you know, if once or twice they got pinched, you're still doing really, really great. Um, so just from, you know, one set of moms to the rest of the world, these things do happen. They're fine. Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. 
If you have a question for Jennifer and Laura, call 888-234-7979. Visit MomsOnCall.com for resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive, not just survive your amazing parenting journey.